Hello and salutations to all you you peoples out there, you peeps. Welcome to the new episode of Dakota Boys Talk Movies. Today we are going to be talking about trailers, trailers, and a few more trailers. It's going to be a trailer episode, breaking down our thoughts on some upcoming movies. So, yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing on this one. We're going to start with some coming out uh, next month in November. We have a couple pretty big uh, comic book nerd movies coming out. Uh, the first one I think we'll talk about is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. What can we say about this movie that hasn't already been said? I, I haven't really heard anything <laughs> be said about it other than that it's happening and you know, there's a little bit of, it seems to be a pretty good, uh, what do you want to call it, kind of excitement, anticipation as to what this could mean. I th- The newest trailer you see, they basically lay out that the Peter Parker <laughs> in this movie is the Tobey Maguire universe, Spider-Man. Yeah, they've they've kind of hinted at that. Which I found interesting. They had his. They showed his flashbacks of his years as Spider Man, and it was animated versions of the Sam Raimi movies. Yeah, I thought that was an I... interesting choice <laughs> to do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was really hoping somehow they would get Tobey Maguire in this, but I wanted it to be like Tobey Maguire. I thought that would be funny. I didn't realize it was going to be Jake Johnson <laughs> playing that universe is spider-man so i don't know and then uh something you get to see more of too is uh spider ham voiced by john mulaney <laughs> oh i am not a hundred i am not terribly familiar with spider ham dakota what do you know about spider ham nothing good really i mean <laughs> i mean do you think he's in there just because they're like oh it'll be funny I would assume is kind of the main thing, just to have something funny in there. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's so many conflicting things about this movie. I really don't know how to feel about it. Do you think it's too much? What like is, is some of your conflict just like this is too much for one movie and it's just going to be annoying? Yeah, I mean they're even busting out the uh, Spider-Man Noir Spider-Man. Yeah, I, and, I I recognize that voice, but I couldn't place it, and I forgot to look it up. Do you know who that was? Uh, it was Nicolas Cage, I believe. Was it really? That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nicolas Cage, fresh off his... Star. Some, somewhat <laughs> portrayal of Superman that he finally got to do for uh, um, uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yeah, yeah. In his uh, head-turning role in Mandy. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about that kind of, like as a new kind of cult movie that he had this year. But, okay, I didn't realize that was, that was the Cage Meister. It's always nice to see him getting work. <laughs> he has uh, interesting spending habits, so he needs the money. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Overall, I, I think what we're going to do with these movies, Dakota, is we talk about them and we get to kind of our end. We'll, kind of ma- we'll each kind of give our personal... Uh, diagnostic prediction on how we feel about it, you know, like and where our excitement level is. This one, it you know, obviously it seems like the main person you're following is Miles Morales. In him finding out that there's other Spider-Mans out there, they're going to focus on 
uh, Spider Gwen, Peter Parker, Spider Ham, <laughs> Noir, and is that all of them? Uh, for all we know, there's probably more. I'm, I'm uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the zombie Spider Man showed up in this. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's... like, or at least got referenced, or the fact that Deadpool was basically, uh, I don't know. Deadpool's like the R-rated version of Spider-Man. Yeah, much. yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this movie goes. A lot of this stuff has me um, excited to see where they're going to go with it. At first, I wasn't on board for the animation style. Uh, it's because it kind of seems glitchy and kind of messes with your eyes. But I feel like the more I see, the more I'm kind of okay with it. I don't know. How do you feel about that aspect of the way they're doing the animation where it's like 2D, 3D-ish thing? I'm uh, not really that big of a fan of it. It, it. it wouldn't be my first choice, no. Yeah, it's it's kind of... I don't know. It's It, it comes off... The style kind of comes off to me as basically uh, someone who's like a huge fan of anime... Is yeah, kind of trying to replicate the style of it, but they got all those like really just garish colors <laughs> in there. There's just like yeah. kind of just... it's kind of like anime, but like yeah, it was like somebody yeah when they were in high school, they were the one always drawing the anime characters in the back of the class, but they wanted this movie to see. I feel like they're trying to make it look comic booky, like straight from the pages, but. Maybe I don't know. You know, Sony in their animation department has always been willing to try new things, and I think it's just because they know. Uh, overall, when you look at the Sony animation movies, their stories aren't usually as good as like Pixar and Disney standards. And so they're like, "Eh, we're willing to try something new just to see if that'll bring people in to see what they think." So I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of I just think it's interesting that that Sony's willing to try these other Spider Man things. You know, even Venom to a certain extent. They're just kind of like, we'll see what sticks to the wall, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And it's kind of cool to see, you know, maybe this will end up sticking more than we think. So I guess I guess on a scale of one to excited, uh, I would say I'm pretty excited to see this. I I think I might skip this, honestly. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, I... To each their own. I, I it's not like I'm abhorred that you're going to do that or anything. It's totally, um. But I, I, I just Spider Man. I just love Spider Man so much. You do. Uh, and my clone son, ironically, it's like his favorite superhero, and he loves it too. And so it's like I have this son who's like my clone in every way, even to like loving. He just had a Spider Man birthday, so <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So it's inevitable that even if I didn't want to see this, I would probably see it because of who my children are. Uh, but I would have to say, you know, I, I'm still I'm still on board for this so far. I and uh, I, I I like seeing a different Spider-Man, and and I think maybe this is a smart way to do it, where you're they're kind of gatewaying you in still by having Peter Parker still there for those people who maybe wouldn't be on board for a different Spider-Man. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, next, I think we'll talk about Aquaman coming out around Christmas also. Ah, yes. Um, I know in the past uh, you've brought up being pretty excited about this, and we've seen a couple new trailers since we've kind of brought this up on the show last. Where are you at now, Dakota? Uh, I'm still really excited to see it. I mean, I was before I even saw a trailer for it. So You love Momoa. Ah, uh, <laughs> do I? 
Uh, he's okay. He's, I mean, <laughs> I kind of say what's like. He's fine. <laughs> it's like he's he is what he is. Yeah, uh, I. What, I guess as the as the out of the two of us, you're you're obviously way more excited about this. I'm I'm cautiously uh, hopeful, but. <laughs> What what are the things that are really pulling you into being as excited as you are? Besides the fact that you have a history of this character that you love, I, I wouldn't say love. I don't think anyone really like. loves Aquaman. Okay, you like him. Um, you know, I'm actually excited for this because I think it actually is going to work. Okay, which is something that I think people kind of. Uh, I think the reason Aquaman's going to have a long time coming to the big screen basically because most of the movie uh would take place underwater sure i know uh sure yeah i know that was uh kind of a uh gonna be a problem with him in the past because you know we talked about the justice league uh uh mortal movie that was supposed to happen and apparently um i think it was they had decided to just not use Aquaman, or they were going to use him very sparingly. Yeah, that he, he wasn't in the main cast. I don't believe they had an actor to to play him. Um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was on Heroes. He was the painter. Yeah, that painted. Oh, the, that's right. Yeah, the yeah the guy whose eyes went white and he painted visions. Yeah. Uh, okay, I did. I do remember that now from our Justice League Mortal episode, right? But, yeah, this movie really, and, I mean, that would kind of put me off. I mean, oh, is this whole this whole movie is going to take place underwater. Uh, just what, what can we expect from this? And everything I've seen from the trailer so far has looked pretty good. Um, I, I really wasn't sure how, uh, uh, how the villain of this was going to come off, but... Uh, Shockingly, I'm actually convinced he's he's gonna do a good job. Yeah, the villain played by uh, Patrick Wilson. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting to see him. Uh, I mean, he's he's had unscrupulous roles in the past, but I, is this really his first like major kind of bad guy turn where he's just the bad, mostly the bad guy? Uh, I think it is. Because I mean, I've seen him in other things where it's like he's not great ever. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how that, how that works out. And am I, am I correct that Willem Dafoe was in this? Yes. Yes, he is. Which is interesting because, uh, he would have been in the Green Lantern movie, but just one of the random lanterns. He didn't see him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, from what I remember, so is Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Yeah. He is. Isn't he Momoa's dad? No, he's, he's playing, uh, the bad guy's dad, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought he was Arthur Curry's dad for some reason. So, yeah. okay, I must have it backwards. So, interesting, yeah. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren's having a little, what do we call this, a lundgren sense. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be in Creed 2, which is pretty anticipated. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, now this, it's like Lundgren's finding new life on the big screen and not just the straight-to-DVD uh, random Russian-made things. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, uh, James Wan is kind of what piqued my interest more than anything. It's been interesting to see him go from low-budget student filmmaker to uh, 
being really one of the guys who put the juice back into the Fast and Furious franchise and has just been killing it with uh, his spooky movies like The Conjuring. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think every time I've seen him talk about this movie, he's so excited. <laughs> and he, he just seems like he's wor- he works so hard on it that that gives me more hope than anything because I like him as a director. And uh, and just having a director who's that excited is usually a good thing. And so that's kind of that's kind of what brought me back on board because I just I Momoa just puts a bad taste in my mouth every time I see his stupid face and <laughs> cut apart eyebrow, and uh, I just I just struggle. But the visuals of this movie, I love that they're uh, uh, they're making things look so true to the comic book and not trying to make it hyper realistic with like. You know, well, they don't actually ride sharks, you know, or something, but they're just having them ride sharks, you know, and doing, and that's just, that's what's kind of got me kind of jazzed about they're actually kind of doing it. They're doing it. I'm actually surprised with how big this movie looks. Yeah, I mean, big scale. I mean, but yeah. it is the ocean, so. Um, yeah, so, okay, so one, two, excited. You're definitely on the excited side of this. Yeah, this is, it's our ridiculous. It's our ridiculous scale. We're using one to excited. So one to excited. Yeah, huh? I would say um, I'm. I'm kind of right. I'm. I'm closer to excited than I am to one. Um, I really hope this does work. I think there's a lot of better pieces there um, than pieces that could bring it down, and and even some other things kind of make me think like, well, maybe maybe they got this one figured out. So. So, yeah, hopefully that one goes well. Next one we're going to talk about is a January release, Glass. Yes, the long-awaited sequel to... Unbreakable and kind of Split. I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, it's kind of interesting how M. Night Shyamalan figured out a way to kind of shoehorn a universe... But not make it feel so shoehorned. <laughs> uh, I, I just remember at the end of Split going, "Wait, I know this music cue." When you hear the Unbreakable music kick in, and you're, and then you're kind of like, "Wait, what? What just happened here?" Uh, and so now with this movie, we have, um, yeah, they all they're all existing in the same world. David Dunn, Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable, uh, Samuel Jackson's character from Unbreakable. And uh, James McAvoy's character from Split, and I believe Anna Taylor-Joy from Split is also in this one again. Uh, but it's it from the trailers, we're gathering that they're in a psych ward because everybody thinks they're delusional for thinking that they're super-powered, is what it seems to be. Well, I mean, the guy from Split obviously belongs in the psych ward, I mean. Right. But <laughs> what we're also getting is that no one believes that they actually have abilities. Yeah. But what's interesting is is you're kind of also led to believe that Samuel Jackson, who apparently his villain name is now Mastermind, is possibly coordinating things more than meets the eye by wanting to get close to James McAvoy to unleash the beast. And Bruce Willis realizing he might have to be the one and the only one capable of controlling this next sinister event of 
Mr. Glass slash Mastermind. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I Dakota, where are you at with this? Because this could honestly be a complete disaster or a fun ride very quickly. Either way. Um, I'm excited for it. I should probably be cautiously ex- uh, excited for it, just given M. Night Shyamalan's track record. Uh, but for the most part, it really does look like a good movie. And I um, think he's going with kind of a strapped budget again, which seems to be what's helped him kind of harness himself where he's not getting just throwing money everywhere like it was getting with where the studios were just like, you are the man now. And it seems like he's able to harness a better story when he's limited, which honestly happens a lot <laughs> with a lot of directors. When they're limited, they make their better work. Yeah. And so... uh yeah, maybe if uh, maybe he's be getting a self awareness of who he is now that he's been made fun of for a decade, <laughs> and he's, and that's maybe helped to to kind of reel it in and just tell a good story because he has stories. Yeah, but he's also responsible for the happening. I mean, yeah, just saying. <laughs> right? But I mean, he just he just executed it wrong. If he would have realized he had a perfect comedy, it would have been a lot better. <laughs> but he he filmed it too serious where it's still funny, but not as funny as it could have been. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. Oh, I'm just saying. It's hilarious. I, I'm pretty sure Zoe Deschanel thought she was in a comedy <laughs> with the faces she made. Yeah, she was probably confused. She's like... Why am I in this movie? Yeah, maybe that was the deal. She was just confused, and it came across as comedic in a serious movie. Um, yeah, so uh, that's pretty much all we know about Glass. There's a few newer trailers where it shows McAvoy's character of Beast crawling up walls, and so it seems like this ability isn't all just purely psychological, but he is somehow evolving. But I guess that isn't crazy because in this universe there's also a man who is near invincible and so i guess it's not crazy that he could be a guy that crawls up walls <laughs> that maybe this is kind of a weird x-men type thing you know so yeah the crazy thing is uh this movie is basically supposed to revolve around the the mr glass character but you don't really get that feeling from the trailer no, like I said, I feel like the trailers are making it seem like he's the he's the man behind the curtain with everything, but I feel like in the movie we're going to maybe get get more. I think they want to save the the Samuel Jackson stuff for the movie. You know, just cuz I feel like whatever he says or does is going to be pivotal to what the movie plot is and they're trying to maybe not give away too much. Mm, maybe So, yeah, we'll see come January on that one with Glass. It'll be here before you know it, folks. Yeah, and then in February, a movie that I've been looking forward to by the time it comes out five years is uh, Lego Movie 2. Has it been that long in between movies? 2014. Wow. Same year as the first Guardians of the Galaxy because that was the year of the Pratt. Uh, He had Lego Movie, movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then he came around the horn into the next summer with Jurassic World. So, yeah, uh, Lego Movie 2, the second part. 
That's crazy because those other two movies already had like sequels out. I suppose. Well, uh, there was Lego Batman in there, and they want and they did Ninjago to kind of fill that Lego movie gap. Yeah, I uh, I thought this was funny. I actually knew some people who, when they saw the first one, they were convinced that it wasn't. Uh, the film wasn't computer generated. Oh, that it was actually stop motion. They, they used like the actual Lego, <laughs> and I was looking at him like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, <laughs> I, and it's funny how now when you think about it, like that's ridiculous. But I remember at the time, a lot of people when they saw the trailer were like, "Oh my gosh, they made it with actual stop motion Legos. That's amazing!" And it's like, uh, I don't think they did. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting because this one is not directed by Lord and Miller. Who brought a lot of their attributes and comedy to the first one. Uh, Lord Miller, more famously known more recently as the directors who were kicked off of Solo for being too loose and uh, fair, fancy free, I guess. I don't know what they were. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, this trailer... My son is actually pretty proud because he kind of called it because the first movie ends with Duplo showing up and then this movie seems to start with a dystopian world and he had always said that he bet when the Duplo came they destroyed <laughs> destroyed the Lego world. Um, in the new trailer you hear when they go to space that the planet is Sistar and so it makes me think that uh, the reality of the kids who are playing with Legos it's a kid fighting his sister his sister's toys, and that's why a lot of the new toys and villains seem to be more female. Is what it kind of maybe? Yeah, I was kind of to be. I was a little confused by this movie because, yeah, they they got that Mad Max vibe going in the first part of the trailer. Oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, and then yeah, it's... Lucy is kidnapped by who seems to be the bad guy of the movie, General Mayhem. It's kind of this robot woman spacesuit thing and lucy or wild style however you know her gets taken off to space and emmett has to go off and save her with planty but i would assume uh not just planty's involved that maybe lego batman is going to be tagging along at some point or in some way and i would assume probably uh broken helmet spaceman <laughs> who likes to make spaceships um and unikitty all of them will somehow have Rolls once again. The only one you don't see if he's going to come back as a ghost is uh, Vitruvius. If he'll be back as a ghost again or anything, I don't know. We'll have to see. So, but I okay. One to excited. We didn't do that on glass. How you feeling about glass? You you said oh, mostly oh, excited. Doing, we're doing that. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty excited. Uh, cautiously, cautiously optimistic that it's gonna yeah, be a good movie. I, I really want it to be, but I am. I'm ready for it to also possibly be a letdown. So Lego Movie 2, the second part, they have uh, everybody back, like I said, except the Lord, Lord Miller directing. Dakota, where are you at on this one? How are you feeling about this one? Anything more to add or how are you feeling? Uh, I feel like we should be cautiously optimistic about this one too. Uh, just because, I don't know, I feel like this, this movie pro might go off the rails at some point in time. That is probably my biggest concern <laughs> yeah. because Lego Batman was so much its own thing 
that that wasn't really a gauge if the Lego Movie 2 would work because Lego Ninjago did not work. It was a hard movie to get through. Really? Yeah, it was huh. just it was just uh it was a slog. Oh. It was tough. It just uh my what happened with Lego Ninjago is I feel like they tried to use the humor and comedy that was used in the Lego movie, but it was very poor man's done. And so my worry with Lego Movie Two is it's going to be that it's going to be like that again, where it's just going to be more of that humor but poorly done. Yeah, and so that's probably why it has potential, and the trailers make it look like it's going to be a fun time. But oh, like you said, it could go off the rails pretty easily. So another cautious one there. <laughs> uh, let's go into more uh, haunted territory. Uh, of course, by haunted, I still mean it's a Disney family movie. But Dumbo, <laughs> um, oh, probably man. one of the most weird uh, Disney classics. <laughs> uh, Dumbo is basically abused and made fun of by everyone around him. Um, ends up at one point getting drunk off of the liquor that the clowns are getting drunk off of, and sees uh, bubble pink elephants in the sky. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, gets help flying from not only a mouse, but from very racist crows. So it's a very strange classic film. This one is done by Tim Burton, and so that isn't going to help <laughs> with the creepy vibe, I'm guessing. I'm going to be honest with you. Once upon a time, I was in love with Tim Burton. I thought the man could do no wrong. That is not the case now. There was I, a time when he had a lot of good movies. I mean, even if you didn't like them, they were still well done. I mean, when Big Eyes came out, I was actually shocked at how good it was. Yeah, a lot of people are calling that like a return to form. Yeah, and it had none of his kind of the the style he had kind of basically uh, grown accustomed to. It's like kind of all his movies ever since Sleepy Hollow, kind of had that same kind of yeah. dark atmosphere with, you know, uh, drab colors, you know, just just all that stuff. Um, that Miss Peregrine's School for Peculiar Children That's was... That's right, he did that too, didn't he? Oh, it was well, he such made, a mess. He made that. Alice in Wonderland drab. And that's yeah. supposed to be like a colorful, drug-induced world she goes to. And he made that movie so bleak. You know, and it's just like, yeah, what is he doing? And then that's the thing with this Dumbo trailer is it's bleak, but it's kind of in a bleak time in American history. And I'm curious if they're going to get into why elephants shouldn't be in circuses anymore in this new version. So it's going to be a modern, you know, modern filmmakers because everybody, you know, hates elephants in circuses now. I, I don't know. Um, I thought maybe they were going to get rid of a little bit more of the fantastical elements in this one, but it is Dumbo. It's kind of hard to totally do that, and it's Tim Burton. But I was shocked in the trailer when you see uh, the elephants on parade elephants in a quick shot. Like, they're going to somehow have the drunk Dumbo bubble elephants <laughs> in this movie. It may not, maybe Dumbo won't be wasted like he was in the old one. Oh, man. But, yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about this. I but I'm not a big Dumbo fan. So See, that's the problem. I don't think the movie I never thought the movie was that great. Yeah, it's interesting because 
uh, Leonard Malton, a movie critic who is also a huge Disney animation historian, uh, he thinks Dumbo is one of the greats. Really? Yeah, and so it's kind of interesting where I think there is this following with certain movie connoisseurs who somehow think Dumbo is like this great classic. And and granted, it, they do some cool things in it, <sighs> but it's kind of like Pinocchio. Even though there's cool things in it, overall it's disturbing and terrible and bleak. <laughs> Oh man! And so I don't, I don't know. I this is this is the one I think I'm. I'm probably just gonna skip. I've been skipping Tim Burton for years, though. So. <laughs> I will see it eventually, probably. Um, yeah, I really don't know what to. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this one. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I can't. You, uh, you can't even. <laughs> I just can't get stoked for it. I mean, yeah, it just... like, there's nothing that is probably going to be in this movie that sounds appealing to me. Yeah, I mean, they have a good cast, but I, I'm still kind of like, who cares? You know, uh, I don't care if it's got Keaton, <laughs> and DeVito, and Colin Farrell. Like, I just don't care. Actually, I would be disappointed if it didn't have Danny DeVito in it. That would be, and of course he's like in a circus uh, ringmaster again, like he was in uh, Big Fish, another Tim Burton movie. <laughs> Maybe he's not a werewolf in this one, though. <laughs> like he was in Big Fish. Yeah, it's just. I'm sorry, Tim Burton. Yeah, you, you've let me down too many times, man. Uh, I, I the, have like no faith in you at this point. The only Tim Burton movie I can still watch, and just stomach and just enjoy it and want to watch it again is uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Come on, man. He's had a bunch of great movies. That's the only one I can watch. There's there's Batman 89. I mean... Nah, I can't watch it. It's what? T- it's too... It's just too Prince. <laughs> too Prince. And Nicholson. Like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Yuck. Oh, man. Yucky. You know, you know something? I, I had always kind of had this idea that maybe at some point in time Tim Burton would get low enough in his career... <laughs> That he'd approach Warner Brothers with the sequel idea his, to his, Batman Returns. His Batman Forever? Yeah. Uh, I had kind of always hoped it would come to that. Maybe it will. He's, he's still got know. plenty of life left in him. Yeah, but he's, I don't know. Somehow he keeps this, like, somehow he keeps, he's able to stay on this pedestal where it's like, Tim Burton, you know, or whatever. And this is Disney, and for some reason Disney loves him. They're always using him. He well, must He must make them money. Uh, I believe Alice in Wonderland was like a billion dollar movie. Yeah, I mean, it made a billion dollars even though nobody seems to like it anymore. So, <laughs> Yeah, that movie did not. I think it was all the crappy CGI and uh, yeah. some of the actors he used. It, were just, it was just bleak. <laughs> just so bleak. Oh, yeah, Dumbo. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to do we're going to talk about one more. Uh, this one comes out in March. And we're all just hoping it's going to be its own movie and not just a lead-up movie, but that is Captain Marvel. Uh, This will be uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's next movie, and then the one after that will be the next Avengers. Um, Of course, by now, most people know, so I feel it's pretty safe to say that in the last, in Avengers Infinity War, 
uh, half the world was white from existence. <laughs> and uh, we're led to believe that somehow Captain Marvel is going to be the key to that. And so this movie seems like it's going to be Captain Marvel's origin story for the most part. It's kind of what you get from the previews. Uh, Dakota, are you worried that it's going to be just another origin movie, or do you think it has a chance to to be elevated beyond just another origin movie? Uh, well, I'm not really worried about it being an origin movie, because uh, but I mean, falling into the tropes, you know, because for a while there, there was like that. For they were all like they just felt the same because it was like he gets his power, then the bad guy becomes the bad guy, and then they, you know, they they followed that Spider-Man formula, that Sam Raimi Spider-Man formula yeah. for so long. Um. I'm more worried, uh, basically, about how this story's going to play out. Like, I've heard I've heard things like, you know, the main character gets abducted by aliens and turned into this really powerful soldier, and she doesn't know who she is, but she comes back to Earth and slowly remembers who she is. And Well, that's the thing I'm trying to understand. Is she, is she prim- firstly human? Or was she a human-looking alien that forgets she's alien? I think she is supposed to be a human. That's basically, you kind of see, like, uh, her life, basically. Uh, I think that's supposed to be her actual memories. Uh, okay. There's been there's been a lot of talk of, uh, oh, her, her memory might have been modified. So, you know, these, these aliens were able to, to keep her under control, make her think she was one of them. And... I don't know, it's just, like, I've heard, I haven't heard anything bad, but I've heard stuff about the story that I think might not work. Okay. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, basically anything I know is just whatever is in the trailer, and uh, I haven't really looked into anything else outside of the trailer or anything, and so... uh, It's hard for me to believe this movie's gonna be bad, just because I think... Marvel's had very few bad movies, and I feel like as of late, they've gotten pretty good at making their movies at least watchable and fun. <laughs> uh, I feel like Brie Larson's probably going to be fine. I don't. I'm feel. I've seen her in a few other things, you know, since she's kind of come into the limelight uh, more over the past whatever handful of years, and it seems like she's a good fit for this. I don't know. Do you feel like? Are you? Do you think she's gonna fit all right into this whole universe of superheroes that already already exists, Dakota? Uh, I sure hope so. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like she <laughs> she better. Uh, yeah. It it's funny because I know one of the things I did see was that people were like, she never smiles. Why doesn't she smile? She's never smiling. And so Brie Larson shared a bunch of tweets of uh, like Iron Man and Thor posters, and she stuck toothy smiles onto the superheroes on the posters because she's like basically as a way of saying like they're not smiling is it just because i'm a woman that you think i have to smile or something or uh yeah it's just kind of well that's the thing um i don't think people are aware of the fact that uh captain marvel miss marvel whatever uh she's going by these days she was actually never a very happy person she was actually kind of (laughs) pretty serious she wasn't like plucky and like all right boys let's go get him it was yeah (laughs) this isn't a 60s (laughs) 60s bat girl no this Uh, is oh man who can 
I'm trying to think of a superhero that I can compare her to, and uh, I, I'm not saying she's as like just as brooding as Batman, but probably closer to that side of the spectrum than say Tony Stark. Certainly, pretty far from Thor and Ant Man. Okay. Um. Yeah, in the comics, the Miss Marvel. I keep calling her Miss Marvel. Damn it. Just like kind of how I call Shazam Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, it's never going to... something I can't... I just do without thinking about it. Um, yeah, she's just kind of sullen, and she was she was a real... She was a real kind of fighter. And I don't mean like a scrappy one, like, ah, come on, I'll take you all on. Like, <laughs> like, she was a person that did things, not, like, talked about doing things. Yeah, well... And it looks like she's a pilot in this movie, and usually those types of people just have that type of personality, as it is. Yeah, there you go. She was a real military type. If that, yeah, military type. Me, that's a good way to describe her. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I it'll be fun to see a movie taking place in the '90s too, because I think now we're far enough into the 2000s where it'll be fun to like nostalgically see the '90s. Uh, you know, in the trailer, they show her smash into a blockbuster video, and it's like that's definitive '90s. Like just a blockbuster video that looks nice and not a dump. I thought I thought it would have been great if uh, Samuel L. Jackson looked like he did back in the nineties with you know kind of that fro he had. Going oh, like on and... if he had his Pulp Fiction yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, Coulson in this, and I think they're going to give him a little bit more hair. And uh, yes, yeah, Samuel Jackson's going to have both his eyes. Uh, like I just said, Coulson will be back. You and know, I... wasn't there rumors? Of, who was it? There's someone else who was rumored to pop in that's in that kind of shield world oh uh the brunette woman maria hill i forget the actress that oh yeah i don't know if she'll be she'll probably be too young at this point uh but i did wonder if like somehow you know maybe they won't have you know they're probably not gonna have like stark or whatever in this because this would have probably be during the years when he's sad about his parents dying but I forget what year was uh, the Elder Stark supposed to have died. Uh, well, let's see. Wasn't it 1991? Yeah, that their so, car smashed. Yeah, all I remember is it was 90s. Yeah, it, but I did wonder if like I, I, an easy side character to use would be have Happy Hogan just kind of cameo at some point <laughs> with like his mullet that he had. Or something, because in when they had that '99 flashback yeah. in Iron Man three, he had like an earring and a mullet. <laughs> like maybe just Hogan just rocked a mullet for the whole '90s. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, it'll be it'll. It, but I think even all that just goofy '90s aside, it'll it'll just be interesting to see how they're gonna have this '90s Shield work. You know how this timeline stuff's gonna go and why. Nobody really seemed to know about Captain Marvel <laughs> in 2008 when they kicked off this MCU. I don't know. One thing, of course, I, you didn't know about Ant Man either, and apparently yeah. he existed. So, one thing I am stoked for: the Skrulls are finally like coming yeah. to a movie. Oh, uh, and, and Jude Law is going to be in this movie, and yeah. he's kind of having a comeback where he actually is in doing good work. <laughs> he he kind of had a, a lull there for a while, but yeah. I don't know. I like Jude Law, but he just was in a lot of sucky stuff for a while, I feel like. <laughs> Most of his career, really. I yeah. Mean. Well, especially from, like, Sky Captain forward there for a while. It was just, like, 
basically uh, like the first <laughs> half of the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll kind of see where that ends up leading and what that means for everything to come because, man, they keep puzzling these things to somehow fit together even though there's a few things you have to kind of be willing to <laughs> forgive, but interesting stuff. So, yeah, um, those are just kind of some trailers we saw of some upcoming movies. What are some ones we didn't talk about that you're excited for? And uh, and maybe it's ones we kind of aren't even necessarily on our radar. And maybe you're excited enough where you think, hey, you should watch this or or talk about this one. Let us know in the comments. You can do that on Facebook. You can do that on YouTube where we we always put all our episodes on YouTube also. And, of course, there's a comment section on there. Um, we hope you follow us in those places and subscribe to us on iTunes and all those places also. And I guess you could even even review us if you want to. We're never too demanding on that. But um, we can take it, even if you don't give a full five stars. But we hope you do. <laughs> so, um, But thank you for listening to this episode of our, our trailer, trailer, trailers breakdown. Um, but we're going to close the show with that. So this is Steven. And this is Dakota. See you later. Bye.